Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Hope you're doing well again today. Sorry I missed you last night. I was I was out running with some friends. Uh, but no, I don't run, I drive. But anyway, so um, today's Good Friday. Today is Good Friday. That means Easter is this Sunday. And you know, there's a lot of debate about Easter. I looked up some of the stuff on the internet and, you know, um, it's hard to find a really good, solid answer as to why we call it Easter. They think it came from a German word and it's been translated into the, into the years into Easter, um, and Easter eggs... You know, people say we took over pagan holidays. Well, we did kind of take over some pagan holidays, but the reason the egg was adopted, the Easter egg, and the coloring of the egg, was that um, it says in the, in the 13th century that the church prohibited the eating of eggs during Holy Week. But, of course, chickens continue to lay eggs. They don't adhere to the rules of the Pope, you know. And so the notion of identifying those as Holy Week eggs brought about their decoration. And they became a symbol of the resurrection. Just as Jesus rose from the tomb, the egg symbolizes new life emerging from the eggshell. And so in the Orthodox tradition, they're painted red to symbolize the blood Jesus shed on the cross. It's a little interesting information there for you about the Easter egg. Um, let's see if I can scroll back up here. It says uh, the Council of Nicaea is the ones that actually started the uh, what do you call it? Decree that Easter should be observed on the first Sunday following the first full moon after the spring equinox, which was March twenty-first. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? Um, it says Eosterum, Eosterum was the old high German word that they think um, the word English, I mean Easter, evolved from. It has something to do with a, um, what is it? It's like a dawn. It's the plural of dawn, istorum. So anyway, there's a little bit of Easter history for you. But what is what is Easter per se? You know, I mean, we Christians, you know, we. We look at Easter and, you know, it's the day that, like I said, Jesus rose from the tomb. It's a, it's a big sig significance for us. Uh, it's the day that, you know, he defeated death and rose from the grave. And then, you know, we look at that as hope. Hope that, you know, when, he come, when Christ returns... 
we too will rise from the grave if we're dead. If we're not, we'll be taken up to the heavens with him. But you know, we talk all this, but we don't really talk about uh, the examples of how this will happen. You know, we we read in First um, Thessalonians about what will happen. First Thessalonians four. It says, "For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain." That we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep, who are dead, is what they're saying. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. The people who have died before us... The the Christians that have died and gone on, they will rise first. And then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Now everybody thinks we have these great visions of what it means to be caught up in the air. We're waiting anticipating, not sure what it's going to look like. But wait a minute. Are we not sure? People seem to forget there's a little verse in the Bible that people often overlook. They forget that Jesus, that, um, I'm sorry, that the writer of Matthew has already told us what we should look like should look for what we should anticipate what it will look like when Jesus comes back it's not that hard to believe but the fact that we have a an actual written account and we forgot we forget to uh, consider that account so I'm gonna read that to you it says in Matthew, 27, he says in verse 51, Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom, and the earth quaked, and the rocks were split, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. People, what that's saying is, the believers who died before Christ, who'd been buried years before, all the dead in Jerusalem that were believers rose from the grave. Can you imagine? What do you see by this? What What is the significance in this other than Christ rose people from the dead by his death. Well, there was 
several hours of darkness, the sun, the sky went dark, the veil was torn which, from the top to the bottom, which was only at the doing of God. But the significance is Christ raised more people by his death than he had during his life. And he gave us the example of what to look for when he returns. That's what it's going to look like. People are going to bust up out of the graves. Graves are going to open. The dead in the sea, the sea will give up her dead. People that have been cremated. People that's died in the towers on 9-11. All these people are going to meet the Lord in the sky when the trumpet sounds. All at one time. Can you imagine? That's what we celebrate, people. That's what we celebrate as Christians for Easter. We celebrate this impending resurrection. It's going to happen. It's not an if. It's a when. It happened before, and it's going to happen again. And again, the Bible records another example of this. How do we know? How do we know that this is really going to happen? What, do we, what can we expect other than what he wrote in Thessalonians that I just read? Let's look at Acts 1, verse 11. It's, these, it's after Jesus ascended into heaven, they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will soon come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. They saw him rise up into heaven. And we will see him coming down from heaven. And this time when he comes, he's going to come with a shout. It's not going to be a care in the world for everybody that's a Christian that's been dead for a thousand, two thousand years. Can you imagine? I mean, just if you think about, I mean, in my mind, and I know it's a bad comparison, but See that movie World War Z when all the uh, zombies are just diving off the walls and things and just flying like birds through the air. That, that's going to be us. It's going to be... <laughs> I can't even put numbers on it. Billions of people. It's going to be rising up from the graves all over. I mean, just imagine the earth busting open. It'd be like a reverse downpour of rain, except it's going to be of people. Just busting out of the ground, busting out of the cemeteries, busting out of the water, out of the ocean, out of the ponds, wherever bodies have been deposited for thousands of years. We're going to rise up and meet Jesus in the sky. And, and what that means is we're not going to wait for him to touch foot on the earth. 
We're going to him, and he's coming to us. It's like you and your loved one or your children running to meet each other, and, you know, it's, man, just tears me up. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. Our brain cannot comprehend what it's going to be like. And for all those people, for all you people out there that are not believing but are listening to my voice, if it happens this weekend and you haven't made your decision to believe in Christ, <laughs> you're going to be in for some shock if it happens. You're going to be like, dang, look at all those people. That's what Chip was talking about. There they go. I missed it. I'm left behind. You know, if it happens when you're in a hundred years, when you're sitting around and somebody's listening to my podcast and said, that's what that crazy preacher was talking about on this porch that one day. I heard that podcast. We knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. I urge you people, find you a church. Go get your heart right. Because if you don't have your heart right, your soul will never be right. I hope you all have a safe, happy Easter weekend. God bless all of you, wherever you are in the world. God bless you. Thank you for your prayers. Remember the reason that Christ died for us. Forgive us of our sins. He defeated death so that we would have the hope in our own resurrection. Right? God bless. <laughs>